Whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raise the roof now and we're lowering the floor. The band is blistering, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, you say three, four. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Whiskey Topic. It's Mark Bylock, uh, and we have a very special guest today. Uh, he's a returning guest, uh, New Bourbon Drinker, uh, at New Bourbon Drink on Instagram. Um, he uh, he likes to go by the name of Peter. Uh, he Every time he comes on the podcast, the second time on, we disguise his voice. Uh, today he came dressed as a tall, very tall white man uh, within glasses, uh, but that's just a disguise. I don't actually know who Peter is, uh, because Peter's what we call one of those, um, uh, well, you're a drinker, but you also do, you also flip whiskey bottles. That's a dirty word, but uh, I will trade, I will buy and then resell sometimes, but typically it's more on the trading side to get what I want because sometimes you always can't find what you want in the stores. Now, I'm from the States, so it's the opportunity set's a little larger down there, yep. and uh, it's, it's good to see you, Mark. It's, uh, it's great seeing you, Peter. Last time I was here... Uh, you had some twins issues with some sleeping, and uh, yeah, you were actually in the house when the twins were asleep. That yeah. was like the stage where they slept through anything. Well, the, not the last time I was here. The last time was blood curdling screaming. Oh, before the last time we recorded the podcast, yeah, yes. we handed you, off some some samples, we did. and uh, I said, "Good luck, and I uh, <laughs> wish you would do." This right. time, the kids are asleep. And everything is, is looking good. So That's um, right. I forgot you literally. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just can't. And you just showed up at my door. Here you no, go. No, I, I, have, I have two kids of my own, so I'm very sympathetic uh, to your situation. Uh, I, I do, uh, do my best to keep my kids asleep, too. So they, are, <laughs> they, they go through those times when they're not sleeping. And yep. like tonight is a good one. So good for you. No, absolutely. Um, and and you, I'll, I'll, you also review uh, whiskey. And, I, and I, one of the things I love about your, um, why, why the reason I love having on the podcast and I love reading the stuff you write is I, you, you are the classic new age bourbon drinker. You don't care for scotch. I've tried to feed you scotch. Hate you like scotch. Whatever. You give me some epic scotches and I just don't like them. I, I may as well serve you vodka and like flavored no, vodka. Don't, like, it, don't tell Fred that. <laughs> but it's true. Like you, you are, you are, you, you, you just, you are the modern profile of a bourbon drinker. When you look at your uh, ratings on, uh, on your website, it's, your, your palate conforms very well. And you also, your palate also edges out. So it has, you have strong opinions on whiskey, um, but it conforms very well because kind of modern era of whiskey where like, like what people like to drink, the heavy, heavy oak, heavy booze. Although not flavor. too heavy though. No, I, I didn't, no, I didn't, I, I, we found your limits for I didn't sure. bring the, a sample of the, the new Parker's Heritage Rye today. Mm -hmm. That is way overdone. Right. And that's, I, sh I should say that. I'm not trying to stereotype your kind of palate because you, you do no, have... No, you're, like, you're right. If it's, if it's really heavy malt, yeah. I, I don't like it. If it's got a, a hint of iodine or peat in it, it's, I don't care what it is. I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not wrong there. No. And so that's what I enjoyed about your tasting notes. I'm like, I think you really do. And you also, because we, so we're going to talk about kind of the, the changes in the marketplace and the secondary trading marketplace, boo. Um, and, uh, and kind of how your experiences have been of late. Cause you, you were, you were the classic guy that come in and you would see two pappies, you'd buy them both. You'd probably sell one or flip the other one or both and get yourself some BTAC or something. Oh, hundred percent. I never opened, I've opened three or four pappies in my life, but I've probably opened 40 BTACs. Right. Because I, you know, give me that 23 yeah. and I'll trade it for, you know, two handies and, uh, uh, you know, a Sazerac 18 and, and a Stag, you're done. And that's, right. that, that makes sense to me. I, uh, there, that's the thing. Like, you get such a bad rap for flipping bottles, but, you know, you, you can't get access to everything you want. Sometimes yeah. you do get a Pappy 23 and people are like, oh, you know, it's 250 retail. It's a $2,000 bottle. But I can't open it for 2000 but I will yeah. open, you know, five Stags for 400 yes. each. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you grab what you get and then you find friends, whether it's 
whether it's on Facebook or Bottlespot or just you know, the network you've built, uh, and you kind of find what they want and, and, and make the trade. And you you trade for things you want to drink, oh, which yeah. I think that's that's the part that I find admirable. Like you're, you're working within the system, but you're like you said, you'd rather have five stags than one pappy, and that seems like a. I mean, you spend two thousand dollars, but it seems very reasonable when you put it that way. You're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, of course, I like five bottles of beer. Some of these special releases, the gift shop only from Heaven Hill, I think, are amazing. They all trade right below BTAC, and I think they're just as good or better. Mm-hmm. And they're not the bottle that everyone's trying to get, so it, you can usually trade for those a lot easier on secondary. But Secondary's changed a lot. I mean, a lot of people... BSM was the website. Well, the, the B group on Facebook had over 50,000 people, and it was a very liquid market. You knew what prices were. There was price discovery. You could, it was all archived. You could see it all. And they canceled it about two months ago. There was... It was I think it was Bourbon and Beyond weekend. In, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the Van Winkles went on stage, and they said, we hired lawyers, and we shut it down. And that was wow. Fred Middick release. I was like, really? And it, within, within 24 hours, the whole thing shut down. Now, there's a few smaller ones, but there, there's 2,000, 3,000 people members, and they're all trying to make it, you know, there's a lot of direct messaging, so the market isn't as liquid. Right. Uh, it's not as open, I assume. No, it's not, and that's probably not as good, because you know, when it was a bigger market, and you knew who those people were, and they traded back and forth, you'd build a reputation, and like, this person is good. This yeah. person, buys, you know, you knew that, and now it's a lot of just direct messaging, you don't have referrals, you don't know who these people are. The whole point of what the Van Winkle said was they want to remove counterfeits. They want to increase transparency. They want to, you know, get people the bottles they want, which I understand their view, but when you don't have a reputation of a trader, it's really you don't and people are going to trade anyway. They're going to want those bottles. But now you're just increasing the chances of them getting something that's not right. It goes back to that. If you kind of legalize it, the, the more you legalize it, the more open, the more transparent it is, theoretically. Oh, it's definitely legal in Canada because I smelled some in your hallway. Oh, <laughs> that is definitely legal in Canada. It is it is legitimately legally. Like I I've, I traveled with uh, on a couple of press trips and it's just it's just everywhere. Just like in Toronto, it's always been here, you know, whether it's been legal or not. But yes, there's certain things that are very legal. Very in legal. I mean, I, it reminded me of my college dorm room or college dorm hallway. Just walking through the Just streets. walking through the, through the dorm room hallway. Yeah, yeah. That there's uh, the, the, When you Google the whiskey topic on, on iTunes, you'll get the pot topic. Uh, it's been around for a while. It's probably been around as long as this podcast. But, but uh, they're, they're, I don't know anything about them, but uh, they're, they're, it's not me in disguise. I do not. And sadly, it's not my thing. I just, I, I found my thing. You're, you're really protesting a little too much about that. You I know. know. I feel a little defensive right now. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm a little too defensive. Anyway, uh, that's that's a fascinating conversation. So, uh, and you were saying before the podcast that the biggest problem here is now the Pappies and the Buffalo Trace Antique Collections and all these kind of anything that anybody's heard of is still trading at high volume. Oh yeah, I mean, if, if their goal was to get prices down so everyone can drink them, they absolutely failed. So the the highly desirable ones, the Btax, the Pappies are trading. Some of the some of the Pappies are not at the highs, but most of them are at the highs or all time highs. There yeah. there are bottles that I sold a year ago that I am regretting. So much. Even now. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I sold a year and a half ago a Willett Family State 25-year rye for like a 1000 oh, bucks. Yeah, That's yeah. a $3,000 bottle Are now. You, you know, Weller, which, you know, maybe last year was five, 600 depending upon which one. And some of the older ones were more, 800 all day long or higher, depending upon if it's like the hazmat releases. Uh, the stags still are in that four range because they made 38,000 of them. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, Eagle Rare, 1,200, 1,300, because there's just so few of them. Wow. Because everyone else is, and I know we had talked before about, oh, we've hit peak bourbon, oh, it's on the downturn. Well, except for, you know, I don't know if you talk to your colleagues at work or you're kind of incognito with them too, but like I'm the bourbon guy at work. And everyone, yeah. I, 
every three weeks or four weeks, there's a new person like, oh, I hear you got this. Can you get this? So people are getting into it Amazing. and they want one bottle of Pappy 10 on their shelf yeah. and they're willing to pay $450, 500 for it. Oh my God. And because they just want it there. Um, yeah. So there's within the, you know, people who, like you and me who've been doing this for a long time, there's a lot of, oh, I'm not going to chase this this year. Like I was just, before, yeah. I, before I came over here, I met a friend real briefly for a drink and I'm asking, what are you chasing this year? He's like, well, Four Roses, 2019, I heard that's good. Uh, Amaranth, not really. Uh, he saw that I had an Elmer T. Lee 100. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried it. You know, it's it's good. It's like Elmer T. Lee. Yeah. Just slightly more proof. Right. It's not, I mean, Elmer T. Lee used to be a $30 bourbon, then it went to 50 and now it's a 125 But Elmer T. Lee 100 is not a $600 bourbon. It is... It's, and by the way, it, it hit six six fifty in the secondary the first wow. week. Now it's five hundred or so. But there are those collectible bottles that everyone just wants because they want to be the completionist. You know, they need to have. Oh, totally. Yeah, um, they need to have all this, all that. Yeah, have yeah. to have it. So the next few weeks are going to be completely nuts because BTAC just hit New York. Uh, you're seeing this, you're seeing the boards just go nuts. But they're probably going to be shut down soon. And yeah, you will have to go back to Bottle Spot or just go to your friends. Go to your friends. Uh, and that's amazing. I mean, I, I like hearing that Weller is now on level of, uh, of like, stag. Because we've talked about this so many times. We're like, yeah, I'd rather have two Wellers than one stag or two Handies than one stag. Yeah. Well, uh, stag is now the cheapest. Stag is now the cheapest, So it's, right. it's stag the cheapest, then Handy, then it's Weller, Saz, Eagle Rare. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, it's... But you know what? I'll give me stag all day long. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's fine with that. I mean, I love Weller. It is amazing yeah it's just really hard to pop a nine eight hundred nine hundred dollar bottle absolutely it's really hard especially when you know the next two I, I bought a few treats for you today absolutely that's awesome and you know these are not cheap but like the first one actually i never actually had this this was a trade that i did with some samples a long time ago it was mm -hmm. heaven hill select stock i don't know if it's the cognac finish or what finish it is but <laughs> i love it it's 126.9 proof we probably look this 136.9 proof or what is, I don't even know, I can't read this handwriting, 126.4. Um, so we'll, we should, why don't you do a quick Google and figure out what we're actually drinking here because I've never had it and I'm sure it's awesome because I love all of these Heaven Hill. So this is, this is a 2019 release or? I don't know, it's, I got it at least a year ago. Okay. So I don't okay. know which one it is. Yeah, you would think this would, uh, yeah, so the, um, oh, it must include some so this is what you would get from the uh, straight from the distillery. Um, all right, here we go. Heaven Hill. This is released in 2016. 126.4 proof. Um, and uh, which finish is this? I should have done my homework. I apologize. No, that's all right. You had a, you had a flight to get here, and uh, we we had time. Uh, yeah, it's a, a cognac. Uh, it's uh, basically Old Gerald and Larceny, but finished in cognac. So I guess we did in cognac. Promise on you, but it's uh, they're saying it's a uh, special stock from several years. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'm a big mouthfeel guy, and this is just completely coats everything. You definitely get that cognac notes. You're getting those florals. You're getting, like, I want to say, like candied apple. But Ooh. it is, I mean, 126 point four proof. It is big and enveloping, and this is one of those ones where you're probably gonna have to edit this because the finish is gonna go on for three minutes and. No one wants to listen to us finishing 10 different ones for three minutes each. <laughs> I'm literally chewing this and chewing oh. this and chewing this. Um, I, you described it perfectly. And then that's, that's a great way to describe you. You are definitely a palate. You just want that. You want that Kentucky hug and you want that yeah. chew and you want that, that you're, you're, you, you want to feel a reason that you're alive. You're like drinking this whiskey. 
for the first whiskey of the day, which is rare for me to say before I record a podcast, um, this is quite the whiskey. Yeah, we started off strong here. Um, apologize with that. I maybe I should have ordered them better. I don't. But oh, that would have been too organized. <laughs> we're, we're we're not that organized here. It's uh, it's right on theme we, with the podcast. We got kids. We've got wives. We've just you know we're trying to make it through the day. We got work tomorrow morning. It's, it's, yeah, it's, there's it's, stuff. It's, there's it's stuff. Good. There's a lot of stuff. There's stuff on our uh, on our on our plates. But this is you know this is more expensive than it was a few years ago, but this is something that trades kind of on par with Stag, and I I think it's really good. Yeah, it, it lacks, um, I mean, Stag's got the more herbal notes and kind of has um, kind of has the bigger middle, but this the finish on here, like you said, it's just buttery and moves through. The flavor's really nice. Um, it hits you with a lot of flavor. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot going on in here. This is one of those ones where we probably, we're not going to, but we probably just shut the mics off and talk about this for 20 minutes and just kind of figure out what is going on here because it, the second time I'm going through it, I'm getting more like center palette. Uh, I'm getting more like the ginger snap stuff. I'm getting like kind of those like toasted notes uh, that I wasn't getting the first time around. Because I had a beer earlier, so I don't you know. This is, this is my first whiskey oh. of the night. <laughs> well, the, the tasting notes I'm reading, they, they mentioned maple syrup and plums and sweet prunes, which I think is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you could ever get maple syrup on something this potent, but uh, but I'll go with the plums and the sweet prunes. I wasn't sure if you were going to go with. Of course, it's maple syrup. I'm Canadian, or <laughs> it has to be Canadian to get maple syrup. I wasn't sure which way we were going to go with that one. Yeah, because there, there's there's some whiskeys that define certain flavor profiles for me, and this is probably not in the maple syrup range. But um, no, I'm not. This is not. You're not getting the the light vanilla, the maple syrup. This is definitely more heavy across the board. Yeah. But fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one, you would have to have gone to the distillery at the right time when they released the barrel and you would have to bought it. It would cost you 150 bucks. That's it? Yeah. That's what it was listed at. Oh my goodness. Uh, and at the Heritage Center. And uh, yeah. And now it's an eight-year-old weed at essentially finished in cognac. And yeah, now it's, you're saying it's worth five, four, five, six hundred. Yeah. 500 bucks. Amazing. Now the, the next one, mm-hmm. also Heaven Hill. This is the William Heaven Hill release. I actually bought this one myself. Uh, this summer in Kentucky, and in Barstown at the Heritage Center. Wow! Uh, it is so. It's every year they do a different release. This is the purple bottle, cast strength twelve year William Heaven Hill. Um, again, maybe we shouldn't have gone cast strength first. But <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> this yep. is this is one of my favorite. I I have not rated this partially selfishly because I don't want it to go up in the secondary market. Because you're I've, waiting for models. Oh, I've, I've, since I bought the one that I was allocated on that day, I maybe bought three or four more. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. I've also gone through one or two. So, so this, is, this is like insider training. You're, you kind of have a, you're, you're, you've got stock and you can influence the stock with Listen, the right... Uh, I mean, there's no question that certain people do that. Like yeah. You know... Oh, this nose is on <laughs> Jim Murray. But I'm, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying that if you get paid by Sazerac, you will automatically rate all their bourbons. Can we talk about this on your podcast? Oh, no, totally. So uh, it's a different so country? You, you, brought, you brought the whole... You brought the Jim Murray's favorite craft... I uh, did. And I, by the way, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, it may not be your palate, but I think it's great. Nice. All right. I'm looking um, forward to tasting that. Yeah. So, William Heppenhill, 12 year. Oh, that's a soft 12. <laughs> well, I have a cast strength at least. It's got um more of the herbal. It's got like got more of the the kind of vanilla and vanilla bitters on the back. Yeah, this is definitely tastes older than la- mm-hmm. a lot older than the last one. I'm getting roof tannins. You're definitely getting you're certainly more of that herbal, uh, mushroomy, uh, graham cracker crunch finish. Love that. Uh, yeah, oh, it's so good, and and it's still going. Um, what separates to me, you know, a good to a great whiskey. Uh, you obviously have to have the nose. You got to have the flavor. You got to have the mouthfeel. But then, what happens for the next minute or two? Yeah. Uh, 
if it goes flat after 30 to 45 seconds, it cannot be great. I don't care how good the front is. Yeah. But this is this is a two to three minute finish and does not drop off bitter at the end, which is important to me. Now, the other one I thought was hotter. This is oh, yeah. definitely big and hot and it'll get a hug, yeah. but it is, it is not hot, for, you know, what you'd think for, you know, this is, this is not Elijah Craig barrel proof bottles and something else. This right. is absolutely not that. So this is the so this is going for a thousand dollars a bottle. No, no, no. What are you looking? Wine searcher? Yeah. No, this is um this is secondary three fifty still. Because I haven't put out a review on it. <laughs> they also made a lot of these. So I mean yeah. l- literally you can go your options are do you want the William Heavenhill that no one knows about, or do you want the old Fitz decanter? Right. And if you're taking the old Fitz decanter, you're nuts. Right. You're right, nuts. Right. Like take Take the William Heaven Hill and trade it to me, and I'll take care of you. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's 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 a th- it's. Listen, once they do the next year's release, it'll probably be four fifty five. Yeah. But this is still available, so you you have a friend. You can still get it. You okay. can still get it. Yeah, you want a day. Um, so once that's over, certainly. I, I mean, I don't think it'll be hit a thousand, but it'll. It definitely has legs to go up. Um, um, the the butteriness and the finish, like you said, it's just it's just there. It's uh, it, you, you'll taste that whiskey ten I, minutes later, no doubt about it. I I still haven't taken a second sip, and it's still going. Yeah, yeah, it's that's awesome. that's amazing, and that's what you get with that those that old age yeah. cast strength that just kind of sits on your palate and. But to think that like and this nice is the hot. same mash bill, same like age, well, used to be Elijah Craig twelve barrel yeah. proof, right? Um, now some of those old dusties are amazing. Those, by the way, I yeah. wish I didn't. I wish I kept some of those. Sure, those are all the the. The hazmat, the one forty point two, yeah, was the one that went to two hundred immediately and stayed there. Now it's three hundred minimum. But all the other ones, yeah, the first one's going for more. But all the other ones, two hundred all day long. And that's amazing for Lodge Craig, right? Like it's just that's like so good. But I did a, I did a charity tasting uh, about a month ago, which I always tease you by sending. You know, you you have a heel party, I have a heel party. Your heel party is, is, ends up getting more bottles. My heel party, I just give them away and, and, and raise money for charity. But we have we had all the, we had, we didn't have all the B tech. We had a few stags, few handies. Yeah. Um, we had two old Elijah Craig uh, Dusties. I think you call them Dusties. They're like five years old. <laughs> the modern Dusty. They were amazing. They yeah. held up to everyone else. Yeah. They've been open for five years, right? But, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it just loses it. Yeah. You know, certainly it was an 86 proofer. It would have been gone. But this was a 136, 139, and it was peaking. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. No. So number three is the Redemption 18-year. Okay. Uh, this is one of those fancy bottles. With, I don't know uh, anything about this. This is one of those ones that came out at, like, 500 bucks retail. It's an 18 year rye from Redemption that sources. Uh, it's had on the shelf for everywhere. And I basically went to the owner and said, Hey, I'll give you 400 cash. What do you want to do? And because <laughs> someone else told me it was really good. And yeah. so he said, Sure. So you tell me if. Oh, I, the bottle's crazy. Oh, it's, really, it's, a really, it's a really square, it's a flat, rectangular bottle with this leather, like lanyard strap around yeah. it oh they put it there's a there's a letter in it there's a bond it's, it's you know it's ridiculous yeah they spent 10 bucks on the display without question right. like that's right. a, no one has that bottle now this is the first rye i mean you're you're getting like i'm getting candy corn rock candy yeah this very is very different nose definitely this is definitely that the rye nose comes through Oh, so this is interesting because this this is getting close to like a lot of oak influence to the point where it's kind of this alcohol holding up to the the influence of the oak. Um, the fact that it's a rye is nice because you're getting that pepperiness that comes through really nice and, and all the kind of flavors. But the oakiness is really heavy, I, almost at my limit, I'd say. It's 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 kind of that 
over almost overworked for me. So I totally agree with you. I didn't want to bias you, so I get my mouth shut. But I don't think this is worth four hundred dollars. I think it is. It's actually I think a little too hot for somebody that's eighteen years. Yeah, and it's not a it's not over you know hundred proof. Um, and yeah, it's there's too much oak. It's not a great. It's not a great release, to be honest with you. There's a reason why it sat on the shelves for a year. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. It's lovely. I've had worse. Um, you know, so. oh, it's starting to get better too. It, and it, yeah. it, it, it the mouthfeel is much thinner. Yep. It, it certainly falls off the edge. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's not really good. It, it certainly is really good. Unfortunately, it's not as good as the first two that kind of blew this away. Um, so maybe I should, maybe the ordering wasn't as awesome. No, no, but, this is. But I'll say, yeah. Regardless of the order, you would have felt the same way because yeah. I got home, I opened this up, I was like, sweet, it's amazing. I was like, yeah, yeah I was not really. Yeah. Like I was thinking. Okay, this is a half price sad or a third of the price sad rack eighteen. Right, nope, right. Nope, not nope, even nope, close. Nope, 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 not nope. even close. Yeah. Uh, if you see this on the shelf for anything more than three hundred bucks, I would leave it on the shelf. <laughs> Do we know where it's from? Do we know who made it? Someone told me it's MGP. Right, uh, sure. I don't. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, there's really not a lot of eighteen year rye juice out there. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be. It could be what ninety five. I mean, it could be ninety five percent rye though. I wouldn't. The old ninety five five Mashable, very possibly. Yeah, maybe because uh, it, it, just the fact that the rye does stand out so strong through so much time, it's yeah. still kind of it's still there. But uh, it really makes a drink. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's the oakiness really comes through. It's overpowering. But now, yeah. the next one, there's also a lot of oak and char, but this is a totally different style. So this is Balmoray, which I was pronouncing like completely wrong for years, and then I actually was at dinner with Dan Garrison and. He corrected me, and then it was well. I think I drank half the bottle that night. So it was. How do you spell it? B A L M O R H E A. Okay, right. Balmoray. Balmoray. Apparently, there's like a lake or something near High Texas. Okay. So, my understanding is this is. I believe it's. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's four years, double barrels. So it's two years, and they rebarrel it and do another two years. Jim Murray's whiskey of the year. If you care about that kind of stuff. 115 proof. 115 proof. Jim Murray's micro distillery whiskey right, of the year. Right, which is, I think, a new category for him. It's, I, he keeps giving it to Garrison almost every, every, every okay, other year. Like, okay, he, yes. They won a two year, this one won two years in a row, and they won like the Cowboy one a few years ago. Um, but yeah, it's not, a, it's not a big category for them. This is, a, this is one of those ones that Jim Murray loves for having a Cates. This is just, but it's, it's a massive Texas oak bomb, and you love it or you hate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I even I can tell by the nose already. It's very oaky and has a little bit of youthfulness to it, um, but it's very kind of quiet on the nose. So I, I know that the flavor is going to really pop. Well, I quite like this. It's a little different, a little more nutty. Yeah. Uh, so the the malted barley is really coming through, I assume. Um, but like the kind of malted barley makes it here. I think it's mostly corn, but it's definitely it's getting. I get center mouth feel here. Mm-hmm. I get like I don't get the sides. I get the center. I definitely get like toasted, you know, nutmeg. I get like I get cinnamon huh. toast crunch. I get graham crackers. I get like I get the nuts and the graham right yeah, down the center. Yeah, totally. But you're also, I mean, this this is a lot of oak. I mean, this is you know 120 degree nights and 60 degree twice you, barreled you know, over. Yeah, over. And it's it's huge and. There's a potential this to be disgusting, but I think they really did a good job. Now, this bottle, I actually, is from the 375, from the, the gift shop that I had a friend go get it for me. They now are doing the 750s. But it's right. not, but it's not a, I mean, it's $150 for the full-size bottle. It, okay. it, it's an expensive release, but yeah. for four years. But again, in Texas, you know, that, that could be 80% uh, yeah. evaporation. I, I really like this. I think it's, um, 
I mean, it is very oaky, but that that it's not as high as some of the other stuff we had. Maybe if this was my first drink of the night, I'd be like, oh, this is so oak. But like, it, it actually. Um, it's a simpler drink, but it's it's a very nice, pleasant pour. Um, and I do like the kind of, like, at least I'm getting some nuttiness from it, or maybe it's the oak type or whatever, but it's got a kind of like a, a nice little finish. And, yeah, it's and not a huge finish like the but first just a, two yeah. were, but it's good, and it kind of, it doesn't fall off. Um, but I think it's a really enjoyable whiskey. Oh, that's really nice. I, I would happily drink that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, the next one... Um, is a th- uh, four-year. Another four-year. Okay. Another, another bourbon. Yep. This is Peerless. Okay, nice. So... Just, had them on the podcast. Yeah, they're great, yeah. They're great guys. Cody and friends. Is it Cody? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can edit that if it's wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually went to their distillery uh, mm-hmm. over the summer. Uh, phenomenal. I mean, you know it. It's a beautiful location. Yeah. Uh, they, it, it is gorgeous. It's just off... The main drag, you know, a couple blocks from the Evan Williams experience. Like the, you're right, it's only the one or two full function distilleries. On yeah, that no, and, totally. Yeah. It is, it is, you know, and it's so legit. And they're also so friendly. They will say, "Hey, come free tasting and sit down, try our single barrel or regular." Mm-hmm. Um, and you love to see that because everyone loves the old Forester one. But I went to Old Forester, like, okay, buy a drink ticket to try our single barrel. I was like, what? Oh what, yeah, what? Yeah. what? Like you want me to pay ten dollars to go to the bar next door to try your single barrel? Yeah, I want to, I want to buy it. Like, well, I want to try it first. No, no, that doesn't make sense. No, make, like, no distillery in their right mind. It's a gift shop. You're trying to promote your brand. It's, it's telling me, go go next door, spend $10, try it, and come back if you want to buy it. I, I just I, I couldn't understand it. That doesn't make any no, sense. So Peerless, amazing. Try mm-hmm. it all. Show you stuff. Um, there are a lot of haters out there because it is young and it is expensive. But yeah, it's a four-year bourbon. I, I'd love to know what you think. Yeah, this is definitely a distillery that prices their whiskey on the. You're, you're paying over hundred bucks for, uh, for a lot of their products. Uh, they do bourbons and ryes. Um, oh, this is really nice. It, it, it tastes. That's um, got a nice rounded, nice finish, nice, nice kind of. It's a little more. It's a little more like acidic. It's got a little more yeah. acid compared to some of the drinks we've had. There's no question about that. But I don't think it's completed four years. I really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I think it's. It's not too. It's hot, but not too hot. Um, the finish isn't long enough quite, but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's not bad. Um, the mouthfeel kind of hits where it needs to. Um, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do in six and seven years. Yeah. So I think this has the potential to be, like so maybe some six or seven year single barrels could be amazing. Uh, I think this is very, very good. I don't think it's complete yet, mm-hmm. but uh, it's, it's very, very promising. It's amazing how much oak extraction they're getting and how close to complete it's feeling, though, like you, after four years. It's, oh, it's yeah. got a lot of... Um, I mean, I, I think if you compare it to that kind of Heaven Hill that we had, the they eight, it's not that far from it, from just kind of that completeness perspective. Um, wow, it's, uh, it's great. I, I'm, I'm really, you know, a big fan of it. Like I said, a great distillery. Um, the, um, I, I love the, I love the uh, 04 story. The, I think the term used that's a Willy Wonka of uh, distillery tours. It really, is, it really is intended to be very kind of interesting and strange because it's kind of keep you keep you guessing what's going to happen next uh you go to peerless and it's just a classic distillery in this stone built building with a lot of history and they'll tell you they'll happily tell you the story um and they'll help happily have you taste some whiskey yeah. and they've got like a nice little tasting room the whole bit and it's a very fun experience um and you can see the entire whiskey making process in one room right there and you see the story everything. and everything now i mean when i go to louisville i, I don't want to do 10 tours though like I, yeah like, that's I want, a great point you, know, you want to do like okay if you're don't know if you're new to this do the old Forester tour. It's yeah. great. You learn everything. 100%. But then 
you really don't want to ever do it again. It's like yeah. going to Napa. You know, you, how many tours can you take before you just want to just give me something to drink? Yeah, it's uh, like, oh, you fermented those grapes. Great. Oh, cool. So you put it in a barrel afterwards? What? I'm like, oh, just oh. like whiskey. Interesting. Okay, uh-huh. and then you drink it later. Great. Okay, just give me something to drink. Yeah. Uh, so that, you, <laughs> that's how I felt about Old Forester, too. It's like, okay, wait, oh, wait, you... There's nothing new here that I don't know. Thank you. Next. Yeah. And by the way, your gift shop stinks. So, <laughs> but you know, Evan Williams, you just ride the gift shop, boom, you get your 23, get your 12, yes. do what you yeah. need to do, do the peerless tape. There's a bunch of ones just do that. Um, and and in, in Kentucky and a lot of parts of the world, that that's really is dependent on the laws, right? So like yeah. if you go to Buffalo Trace, they can only really sell you Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace, and yeah. some of their vodkas or other surprises because like legally that's what they can sell yeah. there. So it's, it's not always, it's they're always kind of sometimes butting their heads against the different laws and regulations of, of those places. You're so Canadian. You're I know. Like, you're, you're, just, make, you're already making excuses for them all. I am, I am. It's, <laughs> I, you know what? We face it here in Canada all the time. It's like, why aren't you selling me this? I can't. I can't oh. too. Yeah. Okay, this is the next one. Recent release at a Widow Jane, which is typically not my favorite distillery. Um, Controversial, especially when they first opened up, right? Because they, they had the whole... I, I can't remember I wrote about them, but they were like uh, pretending to be like Brooklyn's distillery, yeah. but it was all MGP. And well, even Chuck like, Schumer put it up. He's like, yeah, oh, look, this Chuck is... you know we, we, we make it in Brooklyn. It's like, we're better than Kentucky. He's like, actually, that bottle was made in Kentucky. Like, Yeah. So this is... um. This is their, they only released 3,500 bottles. It's called the Vault Release. It's a 14-year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know where this is from. Well, they don't disclose it. Um, but you tell me where you think this is from. All right. I love these don't guys. look it up. Don't look it all up. Right, no I, cheat. No all cheating. All right. All right. Closing the butt. Hmm. It is reminding me a little bit of kind of the, the old granddaddy nuttiness. So that could be either that. You uh, often th- mistake this place for that. Right. For Heaven Hill. No, no not for Heaven Hill. For, uh, who do I mistake it for? I don't remember. Not in Kentucky. Not in Kentucky, so MGP. Not in Indiana. Oh. Who do I mistake it for then? There's only one other place. It's just south oh, of Kentucky. Oh, south of Kentucky. <laughs> You're talking about the Tennessee place. Tennessee place. Which, by the way, some of the stuff they make is incredible. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff they make is okay. I never had a terrible one from them, but... Uh, oh, yeah. I've made that mistake before. Yeah, You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it, it's... I get the nuttiness, mm-hmm. but I also get like some. It's more like creamy peanut butter. Um, it, it it's fine. I, I think it's lovely. I don't think it's a hundred fifty dollar release from Middle Jane. Um, it falls a little on the finish, right? Like there's the it does. middle and like and they need back. to blend something in. Like they need like they need another blend in the back to like give it some more backbone, which yeah. is missing. The front I enjoy. The middle's okay. It falls off. Um, it's fine. I mean, it's it's not a hundred fifty dollars, but that's what they're releasing in the gift shop. One hundred forty nine ninety right, nine. Right. Um, but it's. This was one of the. This, this was a release that was super hot for like a week, right? And then you're like, oh, okay, whatever, <laughs> right? It's like, done. That's the problem with secondary market is that with with BSM gone, all of these ones that would have been you know moved for a while, people like lose interest in a few days. Yeah, and then, it, yeah, it, 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 the, the finish is just such a. It's not great. Such a disappointment. Now this is the last one I brought, mm-hmm. uh, unless well maybe the last one. Um, this was a pick out of Reno, Nevada from Willett. Okay. It's almost six years, but it's HA at five. It's the, I think it's a 428KY78, 422KY78, it's his birth year or something like that. Um, five year Willett single barrel bourbon pick. I could not have, I would not have guessed this as Willett. Like, I kind of get the weedy notes on it, but uh, it would, I would never have said this was Willett. So this one to me, the nose is okay, but not great. Yeah, 
but I think the mouth like mm. it gets it gets real spicy real quick. Yep. And the finish is pretty good. So it it almost teases you in the beginning. You're like, oh well, it's a little dull on the nose. Yeah. But then the mouth is wait, where did that come from? That the cherry pops and the dryness pops yeah. and the spice hits. Yeah. And you're kind of like it's it's. I mean, I guess you could think of it as an unfinished Willet because it kind of has some elements, but they're not quite there. But the way they're arranged is very pleasant. Yeah. And it's very nicely drinkable. Like, it's, it's, uh, um, yeah, yeah, because the nose is. The nose is like, it's okay, but it's, you know, there's other noses here that are so much better. But this, I think, has the spiciest, biggest pop in the beginning, which I think is really in, in like the wheel of what you're looking for. Like, if someone really, I really want this, like, that's, that's what they got here. Now, yeah. a lot of these bottles probably get blended to get that and you know, whatever, but. I think it's mm. super interesting. It reminds me not in the taste, but in the in the profile of seasoned oaked from uh, from, uh, from, sure. from Weisers. Yeah, where yeah. Like, it, to me, that was another one that was not complete, but it had right. this huge one part, and then it kind of missed the players. other one. Yeah. Like maybe we'll blend these two together, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's super interesting. I, I, it's a nice single barrel from them. Um, they're starting to put out some really good single barrels that are on the younger side, um, which is. It's really cool to see because for a while they weren't the only age stuff, and their their younger rise were frankly really terrible. Yeah, um, they kind of bad hit for the early releases. They, they were terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it seemed like the two year rye was just undrinkable. Yeah, um, like I that was one of those like, oh, my cousins come over here. Would you like to have this drink at home with you? Like I just I just don't <laughs> want it. Right. Um, but now, you know, it's starting to come to its own. Yeah, what you want to see from that distillery, um, especially because the. <laughs> Family Reserve stuff is inaccessible at this point. Oh, my point. goodness. That's another one that I wish I never sold. I sold a few of those that I had, and that was a regret. That would have That's a... Yeah. My, my friends bought the... the I've mean, said on the story so many times, the, the Stitzelweller um, no. weeded ones. They had the 23. Like the 21 CD. Or the, yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. They, but but they're, they're not collectors. They, they would never sell this. They, they would... Like, it's so illegal here. You would never even try to sell that. Um, but it was, uh, it was this, you know, it was a $400 bottle then. And I don't, like you said, oh, it's thousands now. Three, four thousand. Yeah. I've, I've had a couple, uh, and Jack Rose. All right, Matt and Glenn, <laughs> three or $4,000. Oh, that's painful. But I remember three or four years ago, you could try them at Jack Rose for 50 bucks. Right. And now I was there a few months ago, uh, maybe a month ago, um, 600 cause they only down to one bottle. So it's, oh it's just, I, I, they were amazing. <laughs> But they, they really were amazing. They, they were, were like seventy percent, like sixty nine point five oh, something. The, the massive, massive bombs. But you could not. You, you would never guess the proof that's that high. It was. Uh, but the flavor came through. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Okay. So before you try this one, okay. Uh, so decanters. A lot of people hate them. Mm-hmm. They love them. This is it, a very seventies thing, right? Yeah. So this is this is back when they made a ton of bourbon and then they wasn't selling and then vodka came popular and they go, well, let's put this in a fun little decanter and maybe someone will put it on the shelf. Now the glass ones are trading huge. Glass, everyone believes is stored well. It's fine. Great. Yeah. Uh, I had a, I did a, a couple sixties decanter that had a glass a month ago. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, then there's the ceramic ones. Yeah. Uh, there was a rumor that they had lead in them and everyone's like, oh no, I can't drink their lead ah. poison or whatever. I opened a couple and I actually bought a lead testing kit on Amazon. <laughs> of course you did. And they all came out zero for me. I'm sure there are some out there. Yeah. But like if you're going to drink an ounce, like... You're not going to die. You're not going to die. So, like, so you're fine. Anyway, this one I thought was really cool. I, I bought it uh, online for a guy who traded to me and it's the, old, it's, a, it's the old Taylor Castle. Okay. Now the problem is when he got there, I opened the box and like you could smell it. Right. It, there was... Four, there was five ounces left of the oh 25. 
And I was like, dude, how'd you, you know, what happened? And so anyway, he gave me like half my money back and whatever. But <laughs> it, it's not great. So we're finishing on a low note here. But okay. it, it, it is super interesting to have like a 1970 decanter. It's not horrible, though, for what it is. So All right. Well, I'll have, one, I'll have one surprise for you at the end then. Then okay. we can do well, that. Cheers. cheers. Cheers to this. All right, this this isn't. I mean, after all this high proof whiskey we've been drinking, but this is kind of reminds me of the, the getting into that '80s whiskey where it's like mellow and brown sugar sweet. The oak is heavy. Um, you don't quite understand, and, and this has been mellowed out so much. Yeah, there's not a lot of character here except for that kind of mellow brown sugar the, note. You know, up front it's not so bad. The nose is better than you'd expect. The first taste is okay. You're getting that brown sugar, that sweetness, mm-hmm. hugely mellow, like you know, some s'mores mellowness. But then it falls off immediately. I couldn't. I don't want another sip of this. No, it's, you don't. It's, yeah, it's, it's so you, sweet. You don't. I mean, yeah. it, it's. It's better than I expected. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of hung to leave it like that. <laughs> All right. I love it. All right. We're going to do one more drink. If Ooh. we have another glass. Oh, we do. I think. I brought so much glass over there. So we're going to do... This is... Uh, so Mark has a... Like a... What do they call it? A little... It's a cage or like a... It's, it's like a yeah, storage unit. a storage unit. locker for the condo. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's not a storage locker for the condo. It is a storage locker for all of Mark's glasses. <laughs> I, I have... Uh, I think you had like... 20 boxes of glasses in there. That was impressive. So I, I'm sharing this with you. Um, so what, is, what do we have? So this is J.P. Weiser's 23. Oh, uh, I want this so bad. But this is as collectible as it gets. So the, rich, the current release is 65.86%. Oh, this is a specific blend uh, that I had tasted at the distillery at 71.1%. So pretty much myself and you now and oh. maybe some people at the distillery and Nobody else has Jamie, had this. Jamie, no. I know Jamie hasn't hasn't been around. To where taste where is Jamie right now? Jamie's traveling. She's working. She's, she's so, working. She's I so saw Jamie for a week because we went, uh, went uh, to Newfoundland, uh, St. John's. We spent nice. like four days together uh, doing uh, a media stuff for Balvenies, and we'll have a podcast about that a little later. But um, so Jamie and I hang out. But uh, no, we, we haven't we haven't drunk together like this. Um, this is a, I, I can't say how rare this is. It's just a, such a rare pour. Uh, JPY's twenty three. It's it's um, it's mostly calm to still corn. Uh, they do have some rye in there to kind of add a little flavor and, and spice to it. And the reason why it's uh, the proof levels changed is they, they knew the allotments of barrels that they were going to use and they kind of had blended, they knew what they were going to do. Uh, but because barrels have different evaporation points, they kind of right. dealt a few pre-batches for media and stuff. And this was one of the early test batches. Where do they find, what's the final proof level? I believe it's like 64.6 or something oh. like that. So much lower. And they, they they literally told me like, we don't actually know what this is going to be until we pour all the barrels I in. I listened to the podcast. Yes, you did. That's I, right. I, I, would, I also, I caught up today. Listen oh, to the last perfect. two, yeah. the Irish ones. Yes, Again, yeah. not my favorite. I was going to say, I didn't even re- bring them to you. I was I just like, I really you're, you're like right. when you stick to the bourbon podcast. <laughs> you keep strained, but I know it's a whiskey topic, not the bourbon That's topic. Right. You got but it. You got it. You started with bourbon. I wanted to bring you to bourbon. But, I'm super excited about this. By the way, if they had consulted with me, I would have told them that it would be massively more collectible if it was a hazmat release. And by hazmat, what's the, what's the official edition? 140 proof. 140 You're not proof. supposed to ship it, but we do. Right. We- <laughs> whiskey, whiskey. So what was your favorite that I brought? Um, I, I think I was most surprised. Oh, geez, the favorite. Uh, do, 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 do. I feel like I went through these so quickly, I didn't have much time to absorb them. Uh, oh, you absorbed them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't even pick a favorite. I think um, I think the the Weller that the la like the I guess it's not the third last one we tasted was kind of my most surprising one. The palate was really nice and and peppery. Um, I would have a hard chop time picking the first two. Yeah, the first two are fantastic. I mean, Heaven Hill really does just an amazing job with whiskeys, and both at the thirty dollar small batch low end to 
these high-end ones that are just really, really, really special. Yeah, no, I can't pick a favorite between those two. I mean, I guess the second one, mm, and the first one. I think I'm the, I'm the second one, Rowan Heaven Hill. That's, yeah. that's my favorite, the yeah. release. Just don't end one by it from me. Yeah, just, just don't. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, we blew through a bunch of whiskey, uh, <laughs> and that's the best thing to do. Um, so thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, so it is uh, New Bourbon Drinker. Uh, your website you can just Google, or, or I'll put it, put it in the show notes, of course. And uh, you also had New Bourbon Drink on Instagram. Um, and again, I, I think uh, if I want to know uh, what's the latest bourbons that people are drinking and loving and enjoying on, on, on that scale, that like I think the one of the things that, that frustrates um, people is they can never buy these products. Well, they can. They just can't buy them for retail. Yeah, they can't buy them for retail. Unless they want to make very good friends and spend thousands of dollars a year already and then get that one bottle and... It's really, really, really hard to do that. So it's a matter of do you want to spend a hundred hours yeah. to save a hundred bucks, yeah, or just spend two hundred dollars. A lot of people do like sample trades of like, oh, oh we're drinking today. Oh, a few of these are sample, sample trades. Yeah. Are, you know, I wanted to share them with someone I knew would appreciate them. So yeah, and that's another way of tasting them because you're just the money. Um, but uh, but it's always great to see kind of what that cutting edge of, of whiskey trading is and how uh, what's going on with it. Because I mean, somebody's like, hey, I really know much about these seven hills. So that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty that was good. great. That was good. And anyway, we thank you for having me on, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Peter. Cheers. Cheers. Uh,